Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been leading up to this final moment. Live from the El Portal Theater. No, girl, 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 girl. It's not the El Portal this time. They got to upgrade. Ooh, upgrade. From, we're reporting live from the theater at the, at the Ace, Ace Hotel. Hotel. Can you believe it? A live podcast experience. Baby, they'll uh, book anyone totally there. Live. But totally did anyone, live. But did anyone show up in an Oscar Mayer Wiener hot dog truck? Yeah. No. Yeah. We did show there, girl. But this is RuPaul's Drag Race Reunited. Yes. And we've got a special guest with us today. A, a doll who was actually there on stage in the in the in the room where it happened, in that moment. It is our sister from Dayananda. Courtney. Courtney Act. We talked about Hey listeners. Ooh, a little preview. Save that silky voice. We talk about the finale, both the televised version and what really happened that night in the theater with the R.E. So so strap in and strap on as we celebrate the end of an amazing classic season of Drag Race Season 6. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Forever. Dog. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to the theater at the Ace Hotel. This is the live finale of season six Race Chaser Classic. Ding. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race, starting from the very beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Now available, Chronicle Books. I'm Willem. <laughs> ChronicleBooks.com slash Alaska. Oh my God, the crowd is so lit here. I can't believe it. I can't, can you believe the sound? Give us a cheer, everyone. Oh, my God. It feels good to be back in a live theater, doesn't it, Willem? Mm -hmm. Touching hands. Touching you, touching me, uh, Mm -hmm. knowing me, knowing you. You want to know how we touched everybody last week? He touched me. He touched me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, why don't you start off the show by letting us know uh, what happened on last week's episode? Oh, honey, we were in She-Cap City. 
We did countdowns and clips and fashions and relived iconic season six moments and got to see never before seen footage of Michelle giving compliments to Courtney, which should be a podcast where people just pay Courtney compliments and Santino not being able to say Bianca's name and Khloe Kardashian attempting to lip sync, but not knowing how to use her new lips. Um, And none of these celebrities were getting paid. But now we're on to the finale for season six. It feels great. An amazing season. uh, Arguably one of the best seasons ever. Uh, If not, I don't care who's wrong or right. I don't really want to fight no more about what seasons are the best. I will get into a flame war with you on the chat boards, Will. I know I haven't been announced yet, but I've been (gasps) listening to this podcast and. I, I, people always say, oh my God, season six is my favorite. And I'm always like, uh-huh. thank you. And then I'm like, they're probably just saying that because I was on it. But then I listened to this podcast and I could hear that Alaska was mildly plucked when Willem described season six as the best, four as the second best, and fifth as in the next top three best. Do you agree? That- that's what I remember. Do I? Well, I don't know. I can't be objective. I so mean, you I agree? Do. I know we saw the so show. So you girl. agree? Your season is really pretty. So yes, you agree? I think I'm You're pretty. really objective. I think I'm pretty. Okay. <laughs> I just don't see the need of worry. Okay. Let, you know what? I, I <laughs> want to do it officially. I want to do it officially because she has been the uh, someone that we have. It's almost like she's been on the podcast with us the whole time. I mean, time. she's always with us. She's Miss uh, Tiny Tiny Tot Tip Spot. Yes. <laughs> Court, Court LaVernay, Roxana, um, Debris, La- Debris, Acton Raw Tins. Prawn, <laughs> Hamilton the Third. This yeah, is this Courtney is. Act, everyone. Yay! Good morning Yay. from Overcast, Sydney, Australia. So wait, this is the dedicate. This is the level of dedication that you want she, to see. What it's spun okay. in off the dance floor? Just spun in. <laughs> I mean, no, the dance floors are closed, Willem. Oh. No, no, are you on Dancing with the Stars? Oh, that is true. That is true. Is that yeah. a secret? Remember, you don't. That's dance. not a secret. Dancing. Okay. I am on All My Stars, everybody. I am on All Stars. She's an Dancing with the Stars. All she twirls. She's an All Stars girl. She, this she twirls on her belly like a reptile. My skirt twirled up. This is. It twirled this, up. So wait, I'm in Los Angeles. Willem, you are in. I'm in Manchester. Okay, and Courtney, you are in Sydney, so... She's in Manchester, and a man was just chesting in her. Ooh. <laughs> are you if proud you, of that? We're very proud of you. If just, she's, the, she's the comedy queen. I blame it on the edit that you weren't the comedy queen of the season. <laughs> ooh, ooh, there's a song about that. Okay, are we... I was going to save it... stretch. For, I was going to save it for hot goss, but it's like, it. it's just... How can we... Know, what the... How... Ha, the gaslighting anthem of a generation. Oh my god! She didn't Blame even have to say any. It's all the stuff that we guessed she thought, but she actually said it. Put it to a song. Yeah. She yeah. said, "Let me say a little ditty to this to those bitches that won't shut up." It really I'm, is yeah. the gaslighting anthem, though. I think that like, is so. In my upcoming memoir, I know we're discussing it later. Caught in the act, uh, mm. available on November second in Australia and New Zealand, mm. and is that available a around the world at a later date. Um, <laughs> I Very unaired footage. I talk about. That I, genuinely, like, just while I was writing, I was like, "This, this feels like, oh, this feels like gaslighting." And I was like, "Oh, can I write that in my book that I felt gaslit by the situation?" And then when this song came out, I felt very validated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really, it really is uh, because it's like, 
It's like it's like you're acting crazy. Editing doesn't exist. What are you talking about? It's like okay, yeah. well, you're taking two days of footage, turning it into forty five minutes, adding underscoring. You're writing out a script of the of the season before it happens. I don't. And um, to be fair, that the reunion episode that we're covering today. Each little girl gets one little interview bit with Rue and it covers whatever their storyline was. Laganja's is negative. You know, Milk's is great about how hunky she is. Like, it just gives their archetype a little brief last moment. Like, remember this bitch for this. And it's yeah. it's very edity. But I mean, um, that's yeah. why you we're reunited here today. We you are. Know what's, you know what's also interesting about um, RuPaul uh, releasing a song called Don't Blame It on the Edit? When Michelle Visage, one of the judges on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 6. I love that you're um, explaining it to the race chaser audience. Like, so in case you don't so who? know who Michelle Visage is. <laughs> I'm free for no, go ahead. Oh, God, my, my filter is working really hard today, you guys. Why? It's, it's early in the morning and there's like, there's, I know I should just, when Michelle Visage uh, exited the Celebrity Big Brother house, you know that competition reality show that she didn't win? She lost, yeah. Um, she okay. tweeted when she came out of the house, quote, Good Lord, I am now hearing about all of the edits, and now I'm one of them. I only wish you could have seen what tr- I truly said, hashtag CBBUK. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> wow. Like, That's perfect. So RuPaul is basically dragging... His best friend, Michelle Visage. Yeah. Well, damn, damn, you know, damn. we are gathered Wait. here today to talk specifically about the finale episode. You were um, there. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes, we, were we, we were there. And um, you were it's, there. It starts no, out with sort of a red carpet bonanza. It's... And we get um, red carpet guests saying who they think is going to win. Um, Red Carpet's guest like Alaska Thunderfuck? Was I on there? Honey, you like you like how she look in the yellow? I do. You like how I look in the yellow? You know what I Marine. couldn't help but think when this popped up was, how did they get anybody? And I, I feel I'm being objective. How did they get anybody to say, hmm, I think Courtney Axe going to win this no. season. I think that's I think that's an unfair assessment because I think G- Gia was being genuine in that moment because she's like, no, Courtney's the prettiest. She should win. <laughs> I think Gia was the only one in that case. I don't I don't know about that. Um because people especially Rue girls, they can see through they can see through the nonsense and they're like, no, Courtney Act is a class act. She's really fucking good at drag. Um, she knows what she's doing in the sack. Gia she... bonded with me. I've got a bung eye. She's got a bung eyelash. So, you know. <laughs> Gia says, um, yeah, Courtney Act, fish, femme, drag caliber, aesthetic, live, love, yes, work, yes, crazy, cuckoo, cunt. <laughs> um, we love it. That's her discography, too. <laughs> we get it's done in there. Hey, hey, it's really good. We get it. we get this bit which I loved is the the assistant who who I believe that's Adam uh, knocks on RuPaul's door and says, "Ms. RuPaul, we're ready for you." And she turns around with shaving cream on her face. Is this stolen from you, Courtney, or is this a classic like classic drag thing? Katie Lang I... and Cindy Crawford did it in '92 for like a GQ cover, and then Courtney yeah. did it on Magnus's. Infamous book cover. She's beautiful. So beautiful. 
Well, I stole it from myself when I did it with Magnus in 2001, but then also an Australian drag queen, Amelia Airhead Smith, uh, did it in the 90s. But I think it's from that scene, maybe with, isn't there like a Joan Crawford film reference? Is it? Because RuPaul puts on a voice when she says like, I'm almost ready. Like almost like a Kathleen Turner kind of voice. So I I thought it was a reference to something, but maybe. Or like the- a Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, mm-hmm. very Norman Desmond. A queen not afraid to reference or not reference. Courtney, when you make your thinking face, sometimes your eye goes. And I, know. Vanity <laughs> and said I to want me- to use the Bianca quote of like, bring them both around. Vanity oh was God. like, you should never, uh, you should be really careful if you're ever talking to somebody you want to have sex with on Zoom or FaceTime because when you start thinking, your eye wanders off and it's very disconcerting <laughs> for everyone who's watching. Oh my God. Like it's charming. Uh, <laughs> well, we get a little bit of choreo. We get a little sissyography at the very top of the show. You know, the girl's arm gesture, arm gesture, walk this way, walk this way. In which no one gets really close-ups except Bianca. She gets like two close-ups. Hinting. Oh, I think they're adding stairs in the hopes that one of these years a girl will fall and it will go so viral. Because <laughs> all the too. girls are looking down. It's a challenge. And like, you know, it's just... And then in your back room, in your room with you, Bianca, and Adore, you're not lit right. None of y'all are. There's shadows on your faces from above head. Like, that was atrocious. I'm yeah. so sorry for you. They- I am... Um- I would like to nod to my D squared gown. The black uh, gown? The black D squared gown. With the belt on your head. I love that. Yes. That was that was loaned to me by the D squared boys. I can't I was watching it and I was like trying to actually remember how that came about because I met them. uh, Do you want me to be relatable just for a second? Yes, please. Just for a change. Um, when I was in Capri on a yacht oh uh, the summer before, I looked over and there was a bigger yacht and there was like boys in Speedos and we waved and the people signaled for us to come aboard and it was the D-Squared brothers, Dean and Dan. And we sipped Cristal in Capri um, and then we went to dinner that night at a Lemon Grove restaurant. You smoked and Cristal with the then, D-Squared? No, that didn't happen. Oh, you um, sipped Cristal. Oh, sipped sorry. Cristal. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and anyway, they loaned me that beautiful couture gown from. And I remember like. Um, Fabulous. That was me being relatable. Um, She's been remember- to Georgia and California <laughs> on a yacht with D-squared boys in Capri. Very that. Very that, Miss Courtney. Very I live for it. I love. Um, the, the girls guys- get. The, the well, girl- <laughs> I find that the opening choreo is always. It has to be very simplistic because half the girls are like. Bitch, I ain't doing shit. Magnolia did not want to be there entirely. Mm-mm. It's like it's the it's the most basic, but also the least rehearsed and least give a fuck performance of the whole season because there's no stakes. It's like I don't give a shit. I'm not doing your fucking rigmarole. I I watched what you did to me on the season. Was it? How was rehearsal for that uh, that opening act, Courtney? <gasps> oh gosh, I'm. I think that my only memories of that night are contained in celluloid because uh, of the trauma, I have just blocked them out. I, yeah. I can't, I, oh, I don't think I can remember. Oh, is, is, I remember. Now a good, is now a good time for you to read an excerpt from your forthcoming novel? <laughs> no, you know, well, the, the opening of chapter 17 uh, begins with the obviously infamous line, the winner 
of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Season six. Mm-hmm. America's next drag superstar is. Mm-hmm. And it may not it may not be who you think it is. So maybe when we get to that place, I could I could read a bit. When you're comfortable I love with that us, idea. Okay. And our listeners. Yeah. I love Thank that you. idea. Yeah. This is your safe space, Courtney Act. Thank your you. look, your look was sickening, and it also complimented Bianca's look uh, because you open your your giant train, Flaps. and it looks like wings on Bianca as she's doing her walk because you're like prepping your dress ah. right before while she's walking, and it looks very like closing to Wang Fu. Very, scene. it's it's beautiful. You look sickening. Honey. Well, also, you know what's nice is Adore Bianca and I did not coordinate that we were all going to wear a, a shade of black either. That was oh, just, yeah? you know. Tri- tri- really? Not, what's twin? Triplet conicity? Trim- no, that didn't work. You, you, di- you weren't prompted to wear black? And Darian wore black too. Oh, wait. Was everyone wearing black? No. The final four were wearing black. Kelly was wearing black. She had a bow tie on and a black dress. No, I, I don't think we were. business interview casual. But I do remember the week before when the recap episode went to air, we were still the final four and we hadn't been told who was going to be the top. Oh, sorry. Obviously the week before, because we saw it on television. No, it was the week before that. Oh, now I'm making a liar. She didn't know until that episode? She knew, she knew, they told us, they told us like maybe a couple of days before, I think it was, because we knew that we had to prepare uh, two looks for the finale and yeah. we were like but they were like but only if you're in the top three and I was like I don't want to have to prepare a whole finale worthy look if I'm not in the top three. Oh, that's right that's and we filmed brutal. the finale I think it I don't know if it was the week of the the recap episode or the week before but so they did tell us like a few days before that it wasn't Darian so she she found out that she wasn't going to be in the top three because um, we thought, oh, maybe they're just going to keep it as a top four. Right. We didn't know, but that's that's a little trivia that was so, very exciting. Oh, my God. Why don't we go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back? Because you saw what I just texted you, right? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the Midnight Dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if... Uh, Lots. I love a Helix party. Uh, And we are the Helix girls. And we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. 
Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag and use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. We are. Wait, we're back. I just need to clear this up one more time. So, did they film each of you getting told this is not your moment in the when you were the final four? They did, and I asked. Uh, if I could go first, because I am aware of my transparency and my inability to tell a lie for good or for bad. And I was like, they told us in the morning that they might be doing that. And I was like, guys, Mandy, can I please go first? Just because I'm no good at telling lies. Like, And then nobody mentioned it the whole entire day. Mm-hmm. And then we got to that point on the runway and Rue was like, sashay away, Courtney, act. And I was like, Ugh. Oh wait, no. is this real? Or are real. they filming four different versions? And everybody real. I walked off, they took me to a room. I was like, oh God, oh God. Everybody was crying. And then they were like, okay, oh let's God. go and shoot the other options. And I was like, oh, thank God. Which is RuPaul how I wanted just, it to happen because I gave a very genuine response. RuPaul just keeps that footage and like and just plays it over and over. <laughs> Courtney Act. <laughs> Courtney Act. That along with the uh, the fourth alternate ending of this episode, the tie, which we'll get we will to. get, we will get Ru- there. At RuPaul, disgusted. <laughs> now um, we will get. Wait, there. but RuPaul, RuPaul in this finale dress is kind of washed out. She's wearing the same color as the background, looking beautiful I love from the it. neck up. But she's a floating head. Mm. I love it. I love the. I, I love the love gown the, too. I just the wish deep. the backdrop was lit different, like with a magenta on that purple bitch, mm-hmm. right? Like some up lighting on that curtain. I don't know. But RuPaul, she comes down. The dancers dance. Uh, we got Michael Silas dancing. Some other fine men. And Ru says, "Adore Bianca and Courtney. Thanks to you, this has been the most tweeted and tumblered season ever." Hey, pork chop. Hey, pork chop. Remember Tumblr? This is. I know. I you know, do. All the good porn was there. Uh, R.I.P. I know. I, I want to ask you, ladies, if you have any standouts from the because each girl gets to walk the runway and have her moment. Um, 
Giagon to me, for me in general, Giagon really ate it up. Um, yeah. I also can never go past Vivacious. There's something about her and her walk that is just, it makes you just love her. She's you can't tell energy. her she's not the one and she is the one. You know, mm-hmm. she brings, she, she pumps down that runway. And Gia, honey, she touched her nose. She touched the dragon's nose. Yeah. She gave the dragon's arms tail. She had a hula hoop instead of in her purse. It was in the bottom of her dress to make it all round. She looked like a an a, a exotic chess piece. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good description. Because yes. the bottom, like, you know, yeah, very that. And yeah. Trinity K. Bonet, everyone, the oh. airbrushed bodysuit was new technology at the time. New technology. And she invented she, that. She kind of did. She she executed that look so perfectly and was just so so beautiful, so sickening. Um was everybody she say love. Oh, what's that Delta quote about platitudes and Wanting to feel them rather than hearing them repeated like something written on a greeting card. I can't remember. Wow. Well, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very that with Delta and Raja. Well, the the girls take a um, selfie uh, using Melk's long arms. Go to her OnlyFans with other long stuff too. I was a subscriber. (laughs) So wait, Chaz Bono gets a cutaway when when Courtney Act walks the runway. You know why. Tell her the good share story. Tell us. Sparks? Well, uh, this happens later on in the episode, so I don't know whether I should save it for then. Save it now. So you know how later on in the episode, Jocelyn, uh, Jocelyn's husband proposes to her? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, Rue ribs Chaz about having a crush on me, and is there anything else he wanted to ask me, oh wink, wink. God. And it is my inside trader information that they had a plan if Chaz had decided to propose to me on the show. Like they actually had like a what do we do if he, if he and I'm, I'm like, what? Whoa. You, someone must have overcalculated our friendship because that, that was wild. certainly not a thing. That was a real wild card. Um, yeah, they you had to plan once. for it. They had to plan I, for it just in case. Willem, that did not happen. Chaz and I have a plus you have one to buy the book. You have to buy the book to yeah, find you out. you have to buy the book to find <laughs> out. <laughs> and you up, sis. Just go with it, bitch. Um, so Magnolia and Kelly get to talk, and they're the first girls up. And um, yes. Kelly looks so cute and beautiful. Stunning. Little, Black yeah. dress, bow tie, bow tie kind of moment. The bow tie is the right size proportion to her face. It's not like a small Gorgeous. men's bow tie. It's like she looks great. And the first I'm time ha- I'd met Kelly Mantle uh, on the TV show. Oh, right. We were never in the you... same room at the same time until this night. That until is the so reunion? Wacko. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Everybody's talking. Um, she... Kelly Mantle looked great. She did great. She yeah. was. She looked good. She acted good. She sings <laughs> she <sang> good. good. <laughs> she answered the questions good. If there's and she's anyone else an doing icon. it better, give it to them. <laughs> She's such a wonderful and talented entertainer. For me personally, it was such a shame to not get to see more of her on the te- on this particular television show. Yeah. Honey, you could look her up because her IMDb is longer than mine. She's been doing it. 
She's been doing the darn thing. Mm-hmm. Now, as good as Kelly's interview was, that is as bad as Magnolia's interview was. <laughs> she looked this at is... her right in the face and said, I don't watch your show, bitch. Come on. This I want to is... remember it how I want to remember it. <laughs> this is, come on, queen, give us nothing. This is a waste of a spot on the TV show. In my it's opinion. Kind of, it was kind and of And did you see though. the shoe? Kind of awkward. I love that she just dissed her. She wore what she wanted to wear. She didn't give a fuck. She wore day. She went day for the reunion. <laughs> she went blanched over a day wear. Day. She said, fuck she you, RuPaul. Day. I'm going day. You're in a gown and I'm day, bitch. I've um, gone back to my career as a flight attendant and I don't care about your TV show anymore. There's Good. nothing wrong with that. That's fabulous. Have a career. I'm very happy for her, like, having a career that has nothing to do with drag. That's fierce. But I also... But at least put on a dress you got from some guys you met on a yacht. (laughs) Come on. Why don't these people do that? Come on. Magnolia. But, you know, Rue and and Kelly have a cute moment. RuPaul's like, Kelly, talk to your sister. You need to get her about not watching her show. Gather her together. Yeah. Kelly gets a funny little moment about... RuPaul is like, I am not buying that. You know what? We're done. I, can you get her together? Because I don't want to talk to her anymore. Honey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then up we have Vivacious and April carry on. Yes. We we get to talk to um, Ornation's mother. Mm-hmm. And um, we get into her <laughs> old school way of walking. How she'll give a hip on, hip on the dips and everything. She will. And, you know, Ornatia gave her a writ of emancipation. Mm-hmm. Uh... uh April Carion. That sorry, that's very that's this is very this is I you know what? I feel like Vivacious and RuPaul can empathize with each other in this moment because Vivacious created Ornatia and then Ornatia has gone out, had her own career, and now talks smack about her mama, you know? And and she, she I mean, probably blames it on the edit as well. Right. Blame it on the edit. Uh April Carion. Who I'm shocked has not returned for any All-Stars. She mentions mm. All-Stars too, even though that wasn't really in existence yet. She so said she leaked it. She said, honey, I'm going to be back for All-Stars too. And did she invent the, I went home, but I'm going to keep showing my looks that I would have worn on social media? I copied it off of someone. It must have been her. Maybe she was one of the first adopters of this. And I'm glad she did because she had some really great looks, including that. Um, RuPaul look with the straight center hair. And oh yeah, she's so beautiful. Straddle. I did a, I did a Mexico gig with her and Marco Araya, and she did uh, Selena Gomez. Can't keep my hands to myself. And honey, like the honey. hands were so fast, and they could have been filled with honey. Honey, April is such a beautiful. wonderful queen, and she's beautiful, and mm-hmm. she's fun, and uh, we. J- I just, I just love her. In the wake of the show, like we've, we've barely see each other but we still keep in touch and i call her my little putanesca which isn't spanish but and i can't remember where it came from oh maybe because of puta i said that really white puta puta um, <laughs> uh but she's what do you put chicken salad in in my puta <laughs> what do you type emails on on my puta <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it for carry on puta nesca um but I just love April Carrion. She's a gorgeous queen. And I have a feeling we might be seeing her on All Stars someday. <gasps> really? I have I mean, no I, oh. I I think she should be. I have Oh. 
I think I, she should be. I have no authority on the matter. I just think she really should be. She's Aren't you the wait, casting let's director? Let's go text Mish. Undercover casting director? <laughs> I'm the mole. Vivacious takes us into the break with the fabulous Vivacious dancers. Gun, 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 gun. That was so cute. Ornacia really it. became a thing. She did. Um, the this is where we get to the bad lighting. The first incident with Courtney, <laughs> alas, Courtney, Bianca, and Adore. It looked like the seat was too low for your feet to extend properly to sit right and drag. Too are we skipping Courtney? over a bunch of? No, the Overstock.com Red Room. That's what oh, I'm talking about. Uh huh. Overstock.com. Uh-huh. What was that room, and why? And why? Why? It why was... did any let that happen? You didn't say, "Give me some director chairs where my legs can be out, and I can show this pretty gown, this Getty no, gown." I, all I remember, I have a really vague. I'm trying to scroll back through the episode now on the television, but I have a very vague memory of. Um, Feeling like we were being commercially exploited. <laughs> like, you were. Like, go yeah. and sit in the overstock.com yes, red room. Of course. Before they name who the prize heifer is, they let all three of them sniff each other in the kennel. Yeah, I was like, do we get paid extra for this uh, Girl. visual endorsement? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the contract now. I wonder. Um, you- <laughs> uh, well, we're sitting right now in the betterhelp.com um podcasting lounge just oh, I feel better um uh, our lighting is exquisite though i wish this wasn't just audio because we really we really turned it with our looks it's a shame oh people don't get to see how beautiful we are right now it's wild I, I love that you did your uh klaus nomi look courtney thank you i just thought i'd bring klaus it back nomi. It one of my favorites from the season I, I remade the latex wig myself just this morning when i woke up by hand mm-hmm. yeah by hand you molded it with a heat gun hair real yeah. pretty Yes. And Alaska, you also look beautiful. Is this a is this a beaded dress or is it a seed beaded dress? Um, it's both. Because and I, some bugle you, in there too. A bugle? Uh, boogie woogie bugle beads. And speaking of seed beading, Willem, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I oh, can see in your it. gown there's a little uh, there's a, a wet feature in in the rear. Um, uh-huh. yeah, in the I'm... rear. <laughs> is there a drop seat in that gown too? Oh my <laughs> god. god. Oh, it needs an escape hatch. Let me tell you, it's going to burn coming out. The next segment is Gia and Milk, and the girls Oof. give it to you. Gia says, look at this. Dragon nose here. She she is she is a walking Chinese New Year. Like, I can't say that probably. I meant it as a compliment, like parade. Like the front of the parade with the dragon. Like, that's how she's yeah. just walking. She's giving. And, fabulous. Um, yeah, all toots. And Milk... She just she gives this glam look that surprised everybody. She just went glam, and I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Let's. Get I want to say I'll give someone, you a thirty-five minute face. Someone did her face. I can't remember. I, oh, really? Part of me wants to say no. It wasn't Gottmik. No, but we do rumors true. here, so you can say it. Oh, it so have to be true. I think uh, what happened was. Oh no, who was it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Someone who I know now. But didn't know well back then. Did Milk's face for that? Well, you okay. That was really useful. Well, um, sometimes well, girls can... do that for the reunion. They want to look ultra snatched. Did anyone paint you, or did you do yourself? I did myself. Uh, Scotty Connor did my hair. Shout out to Scotty, Stunning. who always did amazing hair on me. Did you have good crystal work? Because we know you're known for your crystal work. I do not believe your that Fantasia I face. had any crystal work on my face during. Uh, 
that. <laughs> well, you look lovely. Thank you. Um, Gia this is great. She's she's also like, I mean, th- this is. I she feel lies like more peak. on this reunion when she says she's just a humble Asian girl at heart, honey. Yeah, and she was she's like more than a woman. And you know, I have just found that I can validate other types of drag, like um this person sitting next to me, like trying <laughs> to like, be like, sweetie here. What's your name? Dry- trying to be like humble and magnanimous, but also coming across as like I still think your drag is absolute gutter. <laughs> I'm just better at not saying it now. That I'll is call so you Madam Boogie Boots instead of Boog Boog. <laughs> I respect you as a sister. Yes. Um, and that leads us to the next segment, which is Laganja and Trinity K. Bonet. And Laganja yes. is the perfect mix of like her herself and her old voice type of thing in this. She's just being real. There's no yeah. more pressure anymore. She's just gregarious and herself and lovely. And um, the hair, it looks like... Um, <laughs> I, Samson's sister? I, I thought it was giving one of Dracula's wives from the Keanu version, but like pumped up and just fucked. I loved it. And I loved her look. Love she just it. felt like she she came in on, on some pop rock edibles from um, Sonder, Sonder time. Um, she's just floating and she's gorgeous. And the purple lilac shade she's wearing, gorge. She's really starting to come into herself at this moment. And it's really great to see. And she's, you know, she's got her fucking medication that she requires. Mm-hmm. She, I believe she's very much on the forefront of cannabis culture. And mm-hmm. at the time, it was still like controversial to be like, oh, she's like talking about smoking weed all the time. And now it's like cannabis is like a respectable yeah. like fucking yeah. medical thing. I remember her talking about it and I hadn't yet indulged in uh, the joys of THC in California. And I remember just being like, I can't believe she's talking about marijuana. Right. And she, yeah, she really was ahead of her time because now like you see it on TV shows, you see it being talked about, you realize that um, as you can learn in one of my Courtney fact videos, that one of the biggest contributors to the, uh, the big sort of company that talks against marijuana is mm-hmm. the um, alcohol companies uh-huh. that are feeding that rumor mill of negativity about weed. And yeah. that in the beginning, um, there was a man called William Randolph Hearst who owned the paper presses and he also mm. owned the newspapers. And when hemp came to the USA from Mexico, it was so much cheaper to make than regular conventional paper. And William yeah. was like, well, I don't have the technology for that. So I'm going to spread all these lies and misinformation in my newspapers telling people that weed is the devil's plant and that it's bad for you. And that's how the demonization of marijuana began. Uh, wow. Oh. And the stigma still exists but has been largely broken by figures like Laganja. By Laganja Estranja. It's very exciting to see how far Laganja has gone since since that original season. You think um, Michelle would crack a smile knowing how good Laganja's doing now because she was giving her Stone Cold Carter during this she, segment. She, it was like an irritated Nooch. It wasn't Nooch because Nooch is neutral. This was like an irritated like. Perturbed. Angry I'm, I'm waiting face. for my food because it was already wrong. 
I had to send it back. That <laughs> yeah, is the no. face Michelle is giving Laganja right now. And, Very you know, that type. She, letter, uh, tehala. Um, well, why don't we take a break and we'll be right back with Trinitike Bonea. Uh, a goddess. A goddess. Mama, LaGonja has a song out, a music video, a jewelry line, a makeup line, and she's going to Brazil for the World Cup, baby. Oh, <laughs> Honey. And then uh, we have Miss, Miss Trinity. We do. Uh, she comes so in lovely. in this dress, and she's very um, thankful that she got to tell her story on the show and set an example for the queer community and spreading awareness about living with HIV. Yes. Um, which amazing, uh, important, yeah, really, really important too. Hmm? The BBC One charity just <gasps> did it. Yes, Charity Case, uh, being very open about her status and her journey, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. which is amazing. And it's so and- important just humanizing that topic, putting having a face, yeah, you know, to put to HIV because so often it is such like a. A mystery thing because there is so much stigma and I really applaud Trinity back in yeah on telly in 2014 being out about um her HIV and living with it and thriving yeah and Face looking body blonde honey the hair like uh, mm-hmm. oh love then we um, get a little clip package of divas do you want to learn about drag do you want to is this a Courtney fact video uh about the history of drag in, drag 20, history in 20 seconds or less Oh, there was a drag history supercut of mm-hmm. photos of icons and legends of the drag world, which was, I'm just, I'm at, I'm at that bit right now on my television and I'm looking at it. There was and- Divine, there was Marsha P. Johnson, there was Shishi LaRue, uh, Joey Arias. Sylvester. Uh, yes. Alipsinka. Uh-huh. Um, RuPaul. Lady Bunny. Yes. The Dolls. Um, which is nice. Um, and they've done this a few other seasons as well. Oh, they have my drag daughter too. Neil was up there. Oh, and Conchita uh-huh. West in her was in there as well. And uh-huh. John Cameron Mitchell. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. All the girls. Um, and then Rue sees this as a moment to sing Shade the Rusical. So was this, y'all did this, this was your last verse to Shade the Rusical, your winning challenge. Correct. Take each other this is the first time Kelly Mantle heard the words. Yeah. <laughs> she sits on the stand on the end. <laughs> and most importantly, drag never takes itself too seriously. Mm. Back row. That was the precursor for uh, Blame It on the Edit, that line. That was where it all began. Oof. Someone should do yeah. a mix, girl. Um, <laughs> the next segment is Jocelyn, Dela, and Darian. Yes. Um, and Jocelyn is so just wonderfully refreshing, like breath of fresh air. She she takes a negative so and makes it a positive about herself. They're like, well, what can we what can we expect now? And she says, more accessories. <laughs> yeah. And she so looks beautiful. Funny. The crystal on her face, very evocative of Courtney Act 2021, <laughs> dancing with the celebrity stars <laughs> from Australia. She's got a new necklace. A new necklace and a matching earring. That came and a matching set, earring. honey. That came as a mm-hmm. set, and it is gorge. And her I bottom lash that... is bigger than my top lash. Uh, right. She probably got a belly button ring, too, under that gown. She probably does. With a square-cut emerald. 
Do you Gorge. think that the do you think that the lighting in that theater is conducive to a smaller lash? You we were talking about this in the group chat. We have a triple A girls group chat. We do. And this week, uh well, not this week, but recently, um, when I was filming Dancing with the Stars All Stars, it is pre-taped in front of a live audience. Um <clears throat> because it's not live on television, you don't get to see everything live on television. And right. uh uh, you don't get to see the number, but um, I was allowed, the producer said that we could watch our number on their laptop. Like we weren't allowed to have a copy of it, but we could watch it on their laptop. Yes. And I was like, oh, where did my eyes go? Because I've recently started wearing actual drag size lashes. It only right. took 20 something years. Okay. Um, but- like a 301 sort of. Baby's first big lash. But- not but because quite the as lights- big as a 301. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not a clown. <laughs> <laughs> because the lights in studios come from a 45-degree angle, right. if you think about the lashes projection and how that creates literal shade on your own eyeballs. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna maybe I was maybe I was right this whole the whole the whole time. And so I tried wearing a smaller lash and I was out on the studio floor and I was like, oh, why is it so bright in here today? Have they turned up the lights? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it's because I don't have my umbrella lashes on. Right. And it and reads you it could typically- see my eyeball. Yes. And Girl, it reads way not in the overstock.com red room, honey. Oof, you had a shadow was, on your face with the lash. That was that disgusting. Was, I can't believe Wendy lighting. I can't believe Wendy didn't open the door and just yell at everybody. I'm surprised. I I think I thought about calling Wendy when I saw that overstock.com logo. I was like, mm, is this in the contract? <laughs> everybody knows you always got it in stock, bitch. <laughs> For like 30 years now or so, right? How long you been in the How long you been in the cup, bitch? The year 2000. Yeah, like 48. Um, <laughs> this uh, RuPaul, uh, Ru- Dela. Dela is yeah, next. She was on the show. I saw her. Uh, and she has a really great interview. And it starts off, this this whole exchange made me a little, like, uncomfortable for Darian because Dela's interview started off with people were really pissed when you went home and when she went home D- Darian stayed you so, made the wrong decision right and then it was like and then it was very positive for Dela and then it was sort of like then Darian's whole interview was like well do you want to apologize to Dela for being crazy and for being mean to her rather than like giving Darian her own moment. She was in the fucking final four. She was almost in the final three for God's sake. Yeah. I think, She's I more think... than her, her like the, the quarrel with Dela was a very small part of her storyline to but me. Girl, what makes the, what makes the best edit for them, you know, put forth the edit and reinforce what they just showed the whole season, you know, and they want to boil the girls down to like, this is how you remember her, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's not right, especially for Darren, because she's so great. But the girls do makeup, which is nice. Yeah. They do their makeup and they make up. Um, yeah. And uh, we get some, you know, emotional trauma porn out of Darian. Rue's like, give us some tears now, bitch. Now that we made you apologize, give her some tears. <laughs> we want you to cry, bitch. Come on. You know, and right. everyone, and we you do, because you, you want to give the story because you want to get on All Stars. And I get it. So she gave him what she gave him. Yeah. But- then we get to the top three girls, and um, you know who that is. Top three. Top three. 
How does it, tell me about this song, because I'm obsessed with the fact that you got to do a song. No other season has ever gotten to do a top three song. I know they, they wrote the lyrics for us and both Adora and I were like, oh, so Bianca gets to be the funny one. Oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> we're, you're her backup dancer. You're we her were backup her backup singers. dancers. Her backup Where singers. Where my Where's my dress? <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of those moments where you're like. RuPaul was supposed to love me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh yeah we had to sing this song which was so cute uh it was live there was no pre-record the season six was you know the the rusical was live we sang that with our body mics we sang that little bit on the steps with our body mics dry mics and in front of, dry Honey, West mics. A, she's a west end woman she can do it <laughs> and a door went first and absolutely slayed it and you just know that pressure where you're like oh my god don't fuck it up has never felt more true and then bianca just like I'm Bianca and I don't sing or dance. I'm in the top three motherfuckers and I can read your fucking ass from yeah. here to hell and back and fuck yeah. off. Yeah. She, hooker at Asner. Singing what? is That's stupid. I don't do that. I'm yeah. just funny and I'm going to win and I'm standing in the middle. You dumb cunts are singing. I don't do that dumb shit. Fuck P.S. you P.S. I sewed Glenn Close's panties for Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> um, the top three is great, and y'all. I work these- all the time. I have no problems. Ah, <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> uh, what were these fan questions like? Were there a lot more than they actually aired? Oh, Courtney, because See, we get I to this fan question. Can't remember, there's one about Lagandra and Dora's relationship. Cor- Courtney has a mental block. You'll have to buy the book. Yeah, this is th- this. I mean, talk about uncomfortable. Did to I watch. get a fan question? No, I think it yet, was I think it was you and Chaz had a moment, but I don't. Oh, yeah. The the uncomfortable um, adore and Laganja, <sighs> they bring Ugh. them back to Ugh. the basement of World of Wonder to Ugh. watch the scene. A just pre-tape? to like, like let's get triple the sort of drama out of this really dr- already very dramatic thing that happened. It was that was really rough to watch, and you could tell both of the girls were like, "We're not getting anywhere with this." Mm. It's just yeah. exploitative. It's it's reality television porn. Yeah, I mean the the uh, the other option is obscurity, so we all take it and thank God for it. But like you know, sometimes it's it's hard to go along with it. You know, like oh, your husband came and fucked you. That's why you're leaving. Okay, let's we'll go with that story. Come on, yeah. Let's just get yeah. this over with. And that's what these girls did. They had a let's get this over with moment, and then um, we go into the fan questions. And Latrice asked a question about Adore having a crush on Bianca. <laughs> hmm. The girls are known to Kai Kai. I didn't. Did you get that vibe? You were there. No, I got like a, a gay, um, a gay aunt vibe. Gay yeah. uncle. Adora and I did make out Maybe at, the, um, at the inauguration. Uh, not the inauguration. At the, um, what's it called when you crown someone? Coronation. 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 Coronation chicken. Coronation. I think, that, I think that's as sexual as Coronation any Collins? of us have ever gotten. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, sexual. I, I step up in a wigs by vanity and a yellow dress. Um, ah. uh, and I a yellow ask, wig and a yellow dress. I, I love that, that unit. It's a wigs by Vanity that Vanity styled for me. It was meant to be like Barbarella. And I'm obsessed with that hair and I have no idea where it is. What are your storage centers, bitches? It's, I must be. You look so glamorous with that lily. And you asked, you asked Gia, you said, what was with that eyelash girl? 
Yeah. Well, it was a fan question and I read it. And well, also, the, if you thought the lighting in the overstock.com room was uh, drag phobic. This ain't much better. This is only good for RuPaul, this light. Because this, you're, side, you're side lit by her light. Yeah, I think you're actually basking in RuPaul's light. Yeah. Wow. She wants you to know. Yeah. That Hand was the father, fun. bitch. Um, Jiggly asked a question to Bianca from Facebook um, and gets red for her old teeth, which I have uh, a necklace of. She gave me one. Jiggly has... Uh... She has Pokemon evolved since this moment. I mean, she's so, she's really, um, really stunning. Can Um, I tell you a secret? I stole some barrettes from her. Well, she left them and then I didn't tell her that she left them there. And now I wear them all the time at this gig. What is it? I stole some barrettes from her because she still has my earrings from All Stars. So we did this gig at Neil's house for the Jamie that everybody's talking about Jamie from here. And she left her her um some bobby pins and these cute little barrettes. And mm-hmm. I was like, Well, I'm keeping those till you give me my earrings back now, bitch. They're really Do cute. Do you think of her every time you wear them? Uh-huh. And I wear them every day in Death Drop, which is the play that's touring the UK right now. Go get tickets. It's going everywhere. Manchester, Dublin, Ding. Edinburgh, Way- Cardiff. Ding. Um, mm-hmm places um so come see it um but it's a very good show and willem does a wonderful job in it and sings some wonderful original songs which she originated on the west end thank you western woman um did you think and girls did did anybody on the cast think that jocelyn was going to get married i heard they pitched it to her and she said no again you remember that the trauma it's all blocked out just think of something salacious y'all had everything this season didn't you you they really went all out we had a wedding girl where was Perdana? an actual wedding occur on the stage that rupaul officiated you had a top three song Mm -hmm. you had choreo you had i mean you really had it all we had it all and what a cast Superstars, all still busy and booked. And then Honestly. Ivy Winters comes out on stilts to give Miss Congenial to tea. Honey, this is to- over. She's so great. I'm sure yeah. you've talked about Ivy Winters on Instagram on this pod before. With the, with the pickles and the hot air balloons. and the I just can't get enough of her flower everything. garden. I want to move into oh. this place next door to her. And be like, hey girl, what are we gardening, gardening today? Girl, let me give some of them squash seeds. I yeah. want to pickle something. I love Y'all her and to... I want to be her neighbor. I want to be her neighbor so bad. Ivy Winters just need is to amazing. go follow Ivy Winters if you don't already. And just follow look at her, her. beautiful garden. She Goddess. planted... She she planted so many um, like flowers for her garden. She said, "Okay, so growing flowers is so much fun. I may need to do a little garden expanding next year so I can grow more." My hubby and I made eighteen bouquets and had fun giving them away to campers at the Creek Ridge Campground this weekend. And there's just they they look like they're the most beautiful, expensive silk fake flowers because they're so perfect and they're like dahlias and poppies and lilies and it's. I'm just the oh, flowers don't die in, in the winter with ivy winters. Miss no man, she's, she's so sickening. Um, we're gonna well, take a why break. Why don't we take a break? Yeah. Oh. 
we finally get to the final three. Uh, you each get a moment. Um, Adora goes first. Um, they talk to her mom a little bit. And um, she says that she wants to be that girl with the music and the and the career and travel the world. And she has by far completely done that. Her she music is. is amazing. That's so good. That yeah. and yeah. that first that first album. I mean, her first single was DTF, and her second single, I adore, I adore you. you. Oh, oh, beautiful! So it's on my iTunes like fuck list. Yeah, and it plays on East Siders. And like a scene that I was in, and I remember like they like when I saw that episode and that happened, and I heard her music, and like we were on it, like the cast was on screen. I was like, perfect song for this show, queer artist, like yeah. such a vibe, and she's so wonderful. And I have, um, a, I have a juicy story that didn't make the edit of my is it Intel? Intel, Intel, everyone, yeah. We were, I think it was the top six. It was around, it was, uh, Adore's album had come out and we were all at Roscoe's in Chicago. And I think it was the top six girls and Michelle was there. And we were all in the dressing room and someone delivered a copy of Billboard magazine, the actual magazine, because mm-hmm. Adore's album had charted in the Billboard 200 that week. Oh, cool. And it was this really beautiful moment where we were all like, oh, and we were celebrating. And she was just so proud that her album was like like in print as well, like in a physical magazine, Billboard, like this thing Mm -hmm. that we've all known and loved. And Michelle was on the other side of the room and and Adore was like, look, look, like I'm in Billboard 200. And Michelle turned and said, call me when it's in the top 10. Oh, what? And we I believe all, it. I unfortunately we would, believe it. I was just like, I have, do you know what? I had to um, channel anger recently. Uh, and the, the the creative director that I was working with was like, what's something that makes you angry? And that moment was what came to my head. Wow. And I was just, and it was so fascinating to know that I like had this like anger at Michelle on Adore's behalf, like, 2013, eight years later, it was still bubbling that I was just like, fuck you. We were having a moment celebrating our sister's success. We were all so happy for her. And she just gave this like terse, like me, 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 me comment back. And it was just like, that was not necessary. Wow. Birth of a feather, bitch. Um, So Bianca is talking about how it took a a long time to audition because she hasn't seen anyone like her on previous seasons. Um, the children's poem. Oh my god! I mean, court. You must. I mean, you must have just been like, "Well, we see how this is fucking going." A children's poem. Literally, it, it was like I could have. I could have. I was. I was so. It was so sappy. <laughs> it was so saccharine. Maybe I'm just jaded and uh, bitter, but I think this is just the most calculated Eve Harrington ass thing. Like, oh yeah, I, yeah. For my guest, I would like um, this young girl to say a poem about um, that is heartfelt, but also pithy and also funny. I Go. love that you're that you think that way about it. <laughs> Because she did produce, in your forthcoming novel, you talk about Bianca planning to ask you how to tone down your makeup, and she basically intones, we need to make our own story. 
you know, and they need to show this side of me. She, you yeah. write about it in your forthcoming novella. I know for a fact it's called Court in the Act, now available in select this regions of true. New Zealand and Australia. I remember sitting in the back of the car, uh, in the back of the van, the minivan, driving back to the three and a half star glamour of the Beverly Garland Hotel in North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And Bianca was like, so uh, tomorrow I'm going to ask you how I should tone down my makeup. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, because that's what they want. And I was like, first of all, that's how you do your makeup. Like, I don't think this is, and this this goes back to a comment I once said to you, Alaska, when we did the AAA girls thing. I was like, no. That's how you do your makeup. You shouldn't change this is you shouldn't change how you do your makeup to fit into somebody else's beauty standard. It's right. what I was trying to say to you that time. And I unfortunately yeah. failed. No, I okay, no, I get that. I get and that. I was there. You called your sister ugly in a roundabout way. It was rude. <laughs> Very Australian. That was not my intention. Um, and I and I said the same thing to Bianca, and she was like, Yeah, yeah, but that's what they want to see. They want to see that you're listening to their comments. And so tomorrow I'm gonna ask you how to soften down my makeup. I was like, well, second of all, you know how to do makeup like better than I do. You're like um, not and going just, along with the journey of the I edit I just remember being so befuddled and bemused and bewildered because I didn't, I, I swear I didn't understand we were making a reality TV show. Right. I thought like, it was real. Is, I thought it was a documentary. Oh, right. bless and your heart. Right, bless right, your right. heart. I know I'd been on Australian Idol, but that was in 2003 before reality TV existed. That wasn't reality TV as we know it now. And I just remember right. being like that frontal so was real. confused. <laughs> that was my front. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so Bianca, yes, went with the, the Lola email, or it probably wasn't an email back then. It probably hadn't been invented. <laughs> the Lola letter and mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff was was a perfect reality television moment that you could – that yes yes i mean you just it really just warmed hearts and really secured a win i think (laughs) it was just the cherry on top it's one of those things that like i would it's like i I, like jinx had several of those moments where i was like oh fuck i wish i would have fucking thought of that (laughs) fuck so bianca is such a queen like she's just the most like I think she's such a deserving winner, and yeah. so in I'm happy that her that everything unfolded the way it did for her because, like, she's so deserving of all of um, of all of that. And I think that that weirdly that part of the story, like the Lola part of the story, is testament to who she is. That she does have this like little girl who she's I friends know. with and who loves her and looks up to her. That's my Miss World bit, trying to be relatable and, you know. Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny Top Tip Spot, 1997 <laughs> yeah. through 2021. 1987. Let's talk what about. V- 97. Let's talk about the Sorry. C word. Talk and that the word is Courtney <laughs> Act. Ooh, the C word. Um, Wearing an August Getty Mylar gown. The, the dress. Oh, was it a pole? Was it a pole? The dress. She was a gay hey, girl? Dress that August made. Oh, there's a story. He either made it for Katy Perry or Katy Perry asked if she could wear it and he said no because I had already worn it. Uh, I think that's what happened. Wow. It was a beautiful get. It, it fit like a, a cardboard pizza box or it had the give of a cardboard pizza box because it was like this this technology that August had um, pioneered of bonding mylar to like a thick clear pvc but it was such a beautiful gown 
really stunning and the way it caught the light. And they also sometimes put this like sparkle filter on on this episode. Milk and has you it you too. were like blinded. Like it was like yeah, you, you couldn't even see your fucking face because you were just starbursts. Shooting star. And um you also what was I gonna say? Chaz Bono and you are having an affair. Um <laughs> confirmed and proven. Um according to segment. Drag Race. That was um, the fascinating part because like Chaz and I did become friends after Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And as you can read in my upcoming memoir, Caught in the Act, uh, he played a very important part in my understanding of my own identity. And then it was that weird thing that like everybody had like a family member or something personal, even on Untucked, right? Everybody got family messages or everybody's family got reached out to, but they never they were like, oh, they're in Australia. That's too far away. I don't know. But I never had any like humanizing moments mm, that were produced for me there was no here's your mum and dad and as you know we right. my mum and dad are the most adorable parents ever and they've you know done a bunch of different things on like tv shows that I've done over the years and people love them way more than they love me because they're, they're just really great and your dad people. always tips after even if I don't <laughs> swallow he's the nicest oh, guy my pause the pod I love you sorry if I offended you but also I don't that's care. okay it walked the line. No, it didn't walk the line. It it. Anyway. It danced well, upon you smoked it, it in designer <laughs> shoes. Um, well, th- this and more in the AAA Girls documentary coming soon. We get a moment from the last, from from the former reigning, who's about to give up her crown, Jinx Monsoon, who looked so lovely. Green, green. I heard it was emerald, a juice cleanse. Gorgeous. Crystal queen. Just crystal queen. green. Sort of Statue of Liberty, Emerald City. Crystal queen, of. we're talking to you. Oh, sorry. I was looking <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Um, looking you- the most beautiful and radiant, I think uh, that possibly she's ever looked. Oh, she definitely up there. Stunning. And Jinx Monsoon. Looks. When were when were the girls in Vegas for the live reveal? What season was that? That was ours. Oh, so you where were you when you saw that Bianca had indeed won? We had a, we- a hotel suite. Um, mm-hmm. Can't remember the hotel. Was it the Flamingo? No. We had a hotel suite and uh, we were all up there and we watched the episode together and they filmed us. this footage of us watching Bianca find out for reels for reels that she won. And then uh, we all went downstairs to like some outdoor uh, dragapalooza moment that was happening and uh, that was the last time that Bianca Del Rio ever lip-synced in public. (laughs) She won. She was wearing a gown, a giant Ava Peron-style outfit, and she oh, yeah. lip-sank Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, the remix. And she, this is, she's a smart woman because she was like, you know what, I shouldn't undignify myself ever again by lip-syncing. <laughs> <laughs> and she never lip-synced again. She just did what she does so well and slayed the audience with her comedy. Yeah, do your strengths. Mm-hmm. And she is yeah. a very unique uh, character in the world of Drag Race. For No, for many you ways. Know, you just called her ugly. Pretty in her own unique way. She Right, she is so now. Um, Face down uh, from behind. Honey, she, she called her ugly. She, she has uh, positioned herself as 
this is what she does. She does hosting and she does comedy. Do not, you know, she's not there for doing music or singing or dancing or like doing any of that stuff. Mm. Um, and I think that's, you know, I mean, she she's a fabulous winner but and she, it was clearly her moment. This and season. we also have to give it to her that most of the stuff that she made, this is one of the la- one of the times that a winner made most of their stuff too. Like right. a, a Jada Essence Hall win, like mm-hmm. Gigi right. Good, like Clean Sweep. These girls made their shit. Raja right. O'Hara. Raja O'Hara right. spent $600 on All-Stars season, you know? And she right. made that shit. It's talent. Yeah. You can see her in deathdropplay.com.2.2. Hallelujah. Two. Hallelujah. So Raja. Raja, I, w- yeah. I would like to get into some scalding, uh, deep, traumatic tea here. And I think the best way to do it, because we all know that Bianca Del Rio was crowned, but there was a lot going on behind the scenes if you were in the audience of the live taping. I think this is where we should have, Courtney, if you'd be so kind, if you would read two pages from your upcoming book, Caught in the Act, um, which tells... I mean, I was like... I was kind of like teary from reading this. Um, and it's it's a fabulous excerpt. So if you would, would you mind? I would, it would be my honor to read Great. an excerpt from my upcoming memoir, memoir, Caught in the Act, Chapter 17. And the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, America's next drag superstar is Courtney Act. How humiliating. Who would have thought that 12 weeks ago that hearing my name called as the winner of season six could feel this horrible? I wanted to vomit. I didn't want to pretend in front of a room full of thousands of fans that I was a worthy winner. I mean, we didn't know who the winner would be, but we all knew it wasn't me. Even though I knew this would never go to air, I had to fake it. I took a deep breath and forced a smile, just one lap of the runway, and then we could all go home. Because the finale of Drag Race is filmed in front of a live audience two weeks before it airs, they shoot alternative endings with each of the top three contestants winning to keep the real winner a secret. The rest of season six had been shot about 10 months earlier. When the finale aired, the producers would show one of the pre-taped endings and the winner would be revealed to the world. And yet, in what was supposed to be a triumphant moment, all I could think of was, I made it. It's over. Now I just have to get to my hotel room so I can go to sleep and this day can be over forever. The floor manager interrupted my thoughts. Okay, reset. Thank you, ladies. We've got one more ending to shoot. Everybody back to one. Adore Bianca and I all looked at each other confused. What now? We'd already filmed each of the three of us winning. Girl, what kind of stunt they trying to pull? Bianca said. (laughs) I'm scared. And a, a quintessential Adore response to anything. I couldn't even talk because I was so close to breaking as it was. I was just trying to remember to breathe. Quiet, please. Camera's rolling. And uh, action. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, America's next drag superstar, is... It's a tie! Adore Delano and... Bianca Del Rio! Del Rio! Del Rio! RuPaul's voice echoed out across the auditorium and the crowd jumped to their feet screaming. Adore and Bianca both looked at me as if to say, sorry, and then they joined hands and took their winner's walk down the runway. I stood there by myself, looking at the backs of their gowns and the faces of thousands of fans filling the theatre at the Ace Hotel. 
I continued trying to take deep breaths to stop my body from shaking. It's okay, I thought, trying to delude myself in order to maintain some face. They're probably going to film a fifth ending with you in the tie. Just breathe, Shane. I waited for the applause to die down and the floor manager called reset. That's a wrap. Thank you, everybody. The house lights of the theatre turned on. It was all over. I stood there frozen until my body involuntarily gasped for air. I had literally been holding my breath. I was wounded and felt like I'd just been intentionally publicly humiliated. She did that, bitch. Pretty people have problems too. (laughs) She intentionally chose not to have you tie. She did not see it necessary for your feelings. And that's shitty as a queen to do to another queen, I think. She could have very easily had one more ending just to be nice and to like make it look like it was a possibility. But she wanted to get... In, through to you so hardcore that she didn't see you as humanity when you just saw her as a peer and you were kind to her and you were honest like the whole season you were honest and they made you into this frigid bitch and you're not that girl yeah i know it's if funny you know because her. listening to your podcast has actually been really weirdly healing for me because well writing the book was really healing because i went back to all of those feelings and really deep dove and Uh, I watched the season again and I felt like I resolved uh, with my, you know, with a bit of distance and time I was able to look back and see it for what it actually was. Uh, But at the time it was really traumatic. Like this was the culmination of watching the the episodes on TV each week and and it was such a horrible feeling. And I think it, you know, being on reality television can be a real struggle uh, for the for the people who just aren't equipped and aren't supported to be there. And mm. after this, like, I just remember having a fucking breakdown and, like, being, it was very whatever happened to baby Jane. I was in the car driving home. It was, like, bucketing down rain in Los Angeles and the windscreen wipers are swishing back and forth. Oh, and like, not drag I, weather. What? Not drag weather. Not drag finale. weather. And I just remember calling Vanity and, like, just. There's a man in the house. Sobbing. Uh, and driving the car home and it was just it was a really challenging time Uh, but when yeah writing it all down on the book was so healing um and then just over the last few weeks listening to race chase's recap of season six and hearing you two point out all of my uh courtney traits and courtney isms makes me chuckle so much and makes me feel um I can't quite describe it. Maybe because I'm like safe from like the trauma now, I'm able to actually look back and really laugh at it and be like, oh my God. Like when Alaska's like, oh, here's Courtney being being relatable again. <laughs> it's just, it's it's funny to observe it that way, even though at the time it was like my life and I was traumatized by it. I really like appreciated listening to your pod over the last few weeks to sort of be able to look back and laugh at it all. You're welcome. Just, Write that on the iTunes no, review, bitch, please. That, <laughs> and give us five stars and then go to BetterHelp, honey. I will. <laughs> Slash drag. Thank you for listening. And um, we'd like to encourage everybody to pre-order our friend's book because it's what we do now. We're authoresses. The we three are. It is. It's really, uh, we got to read one of the chapters and I was just, I was wrapped. I've never found and- such fine erotic written word. <laughs> Oh, did I send you the chapter novel. about? Oh, wait, what did I change his name to in the book? Oh, oh your his Ohio name is Jerry. Man? <laughs> no, Jerry. Oh, oh, Jerry. Oh, yeah, 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 girl. <laughs> okay. Where, where can people get the book or 
Uh, they can order it. They can pre-order it in Australia and New Zealand right now, and the okay. release dates for the rest of the world will be announced very soon. So people will be able to pre-order it around the world uh, in a, in a few weeks, I do believe. I can't wait to hear it. And thank you so much for joining us here at the theater at the Ace Hotel. Can you believe we checked everyone's vaccination cards? Mm-hmm. Uh, Please remember everyone to get the front desk masked. to stamp your parking before you leave. Th- yes, free parking for everyone. Thir- th- I-, I can't believe we got all these thousands of people and they all kept their masks on the whole time. Thank you so much for being here. And our very special, oh my goodness, our very special guest. The one and only, the amazing, the divine, Miss Courtney Act. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everybody out there who loves and continues to love season six of RuPaul's Drag Race. It was one of the most wonderful times of my life filming that show. It was such a joy. And I'm so glad it's brought so much joy to so many people out there. Now, as is tradition with us, I'm going to put something in the chat. Do you want to read the outro with us? Because you have such a pleasing voice. Oh, my God. I love this. Thanks so much for joining us for this Race Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. Say your name, bitch. And I am Courtney Ack, your AAA girl <laughs> sister. And I have given you some insight into my experience on season six. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast, of their podcast, on your podcast app. And don't forget, oh, when you said read this, you didn't mean read it all, did you? Well, we could alternate lines, but you know honey, what? Courtney you're doing chatty. great. Courtney knows you're chatty. You're doing great. You're on a roll. She knows sexy and she knows chatty. Courtney knows T.S. Talks, Ted Talks in Tampa. Tampa, honey, yeah. I just went back and got a new one, too. I need to tell you about him. Southern Nights, honey, the Nights were south. Oh, wow. I started reading it all, and I was like, I don't think that's what she meant. No, she you're doing great, though. We love your we love your accent. <laughs> Accents are great. Um, we'd love for you to write a review on our podcast. No, well, whose podcast? I'm still high. Alaska, you take it. We write would review love. On- <laughs> Call what? me Brenda. Call we me would Brenda. love for you to write a review of our podcast on your <laughs> podcast app, and don't forget to subscribe. subscribe. Take a moment to leave us a rating too. And you can follow and- the dolls at Willem. At the only Alaska 5000 at Courtney Act. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And our mom podcast account is only like 7,500 people. Was, are you guys not following that one? There's great pictures of the very that girl, the shum of the girls. Go follow some mom podcasts for sure. Plus, you can get, I'll just, I'll just step in. Plus, you can get <laughs> bonus content uh, right now uh, on Willem's step Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Willem. Uh, and you can search for the Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag, hashtag Race Chaser. Or as I've heard Willem say before, you can just scroll down because it's always right there near the yeah. top. Mm-hmm. And go ahead and email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, don't come the raw prawn with us. You'll end up uh, looking like the dog's dinner. Happy Smarty Gras, happy Pride. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Now go out. Go out there and do drag. Get out of here. Woo. (laughs) Take Uh, that down, the 101. uh, (laughs) Something. Disgusted. Disgusted I couldn't mail by my way to the front to see you come the raw prawn, sis. Oh, my God. How you going, sis? Read about that drunk tweet that I sent to RuPaul. Uh, moments after his 2014 Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras performance and more in my upcoming memoir. Oh my God. Act. You've spilled Sizzling. so much dish, Pink News is going to do an article, girl. Sizzling. <laughs> You're probably right. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Ooh. Y'all hear that, Jake Say. Mm-hmm.
Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck.